and we're live. What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite truck driver, ex-truck driver in the whole wide world. It's Bitcoin Ben and his partner in in RV crime, Patrick. What's going on, Patrick? Just having fun. Just having fun. Oh yeah. Beautiful North Carolina. Oh, it's 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 beautifully kind of foggy out. And it is, um, we got great coffee. I'll tell you what, Patrick is a great RV, like, um, whatever you call it, like friend or RV buddy or RV whatever. Because the guy can cook. We had some cheeseburgers last night that are still with me. That thing was, it was, Literally, it was that friggin' thick, and it had onions and garlic. Oh yeah, garlic and mozzarella cheese. Oh, yeah. It it was a great burger, and then we had some kind of salad that sweet kale salad. A sweet kale salad. Now, I didn't eat as much salad as I did. Oh, hang on. Um, as I did cheeseburger. But yeah, I, the guy can cook. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And and I can eat. So it That's all works out. Oh, we're. Good And um, I love when people know I'm going live and and they send me a text. They're like, I know you're live, but (laughs) we throw it out there. All right. um, Hey, just a heads up. And this has nothing to do with really nothing. But Alex Jones and, um, and Joe Rogan. I actually put out an episode. The only guy on YouTube that sounds worse than I do, Alex Jones. That guy, him and I are like voice brothers. His his voice is as shot as mine. Yeah, well, fuck. But they always got a great show. So I will be watching that later. Um the price of a friggin' Bitcoin yesterday hit 13700 And right now it's like 13300 or whatever it was. That's not going to stop. I'm, I'm telling you guys right now. And I'm going to be doing a call with my over-the-counter guy today over in Australia. Uh, and he's... He's going to give me the lowdown on what's going on on the over-the-counter markets and like mining and, and where they get their coins and everything from. So that should be very informational on, on the liquidity of the over-the-counter market because that's where a lot uh, – that's where a lot of the 
big transactions go. But they do have to go on some of these exchanges for these bigger buys. Um, from what I hear, most of them use, um, oh, what is that, Binance? Yeah, most of them use Binance. Um, no, no, uh, uh, very few of them use like Coinbase or a, a few of them use Kraken. Um, the security on, on Binance is pretty good. Yeah, and, and Kraken always has pretty good liquidity on there of at least like the major coins like Litecoin and Bitcoin. Um, the the liquidity the liquidity on the exchanges is the key they want the highest volume so they can actually purchase without really pushing uh, the price the price up on themselves when you're buying you know, a hundred million, two hundred million dollars worth of Bitcoin. It is not a jump on Coinbase and place an order. Order. You plan it out for a few months. You are literally buying, you know, a few hundred Bitcoin a day if that, and you stretch it out so that you aren't raising the price on yourself. Because a few hundred million dollars in a few hours would absolutely push up the price. Now, there is news out of, um, I want to say it's uh over in the Middle East yesterday where the, um, where the actual bank is, uh, is, is allowing cryptocurrency um, oh, that was India. India. Thank you, Patrick. Um, that they're allowing their clients to purchase cryptocurrencies at the bank. I think it was 20 locations or 10 locations, something like that. But the point is, is that more and more of these banks are going to be custodial entities of cryptos. That's, that's part of the transition we're moving into is everyone says, Oh, uh, well, Coinbase is going to be a bank. No. The banks are going to be Coinbases. That's, that's the difference. Your local bank is, is going to transition into more of a, a local office of holding cryptocurrencies and equity tokens. 
Mark my words. We got about a year and a half. And the next FOMOs are going to be equity tokens. Right now, uh, well, let me rephrase that. The next FOMO in about a year and a half is going to be equity token platforms. We're like lending tree and uh, other home equity, home equity mortgage companies and stuff like that. They're going to be tokenizing the value of your equity in either a shared token or a or a stable token where your your home ownership your equity the representation of your ownership will be wrapped in a protocol and this um, this is going to kind of look like reverse mortgages on the blockchain, if, if you can imagine that, where you'll, you'll have an app, and it, who knows, it may be your Hodlet app, it may be your Coinbase app, um, they may have it on Exodus, where uh, they'll hold, or you'll actually, if you own your house outright, um, where you pay a fee and they tokenize the ownership representation of your home into an equity token. And you you have that in your PayPal or as an option. You have that in uh, in like your local banking app. You have that in your uh, uh, as an an option in um, in in like Venmo uh, or Vimeo or in whichever one it is. And Venmo, right? And like. My RV, if, if I send a protocol, right, the, the title and registration proof of my RV, I could have that equity tokenized and represented as almost like a savings account token in a wallet where <coughs> using oracles with RVs, which I know that sounds odd, but it is coming, that the oracle will fluctuate the value of my RV actually based on RV sales uh, recently, 
where I have equity that if I want to go buy something, lenders will lend me money or will purchase <coughs> a fraction of the token that represents my RV equity. And if and when I want to sell my RV, that in order to sell the whole ownership token, I'd have to actually buy back the fraction of the equity token that I used to purchase whatever else with. And that would be part of a smart contract that you set up with the uh, purchaser of the fraction of the equity of your RV token. This is future finance where everything of value, even your own labor, and watch for this. This is going to be huge with like Major League Baseball. Um, we've already had a couple of basketball players do it where they tokenized their future earnings and they sold those futures on a cryptocurrency blockchain and see now this is where people can get into trouble because this the selling of futures labor is what led to the Emancipation Proclamation from Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln did not free the slaves. Abraham Lincoln filed, or didn't file, but declared a national wipeout of all labor debt, which was the... Um, the indentured slave, slaves, they called them, but they were actually indentured servants that had sold their labor futures and got into, into actual debt. That's why the U.S. government had to file bankruptcy and have the reconstruction phase. That's what led to the corporation creation of the U.S. government structure. That's a whole nother rabbit hole to go down is how what was the structure of the U.S. government prior to the Civil War and what was the structure after. That's why they don't teach you about the reconstruction phase. It wasn't that we were plucking, rebuilding shit. It was that the, the U.S. government had filed bankruptcy and went through reconstruction phase. And the reconstruction created the entity of the U.S. federal government, which started 
to construct the system of certificates, your birth certificate. Prior to the reconstruction phase, you were not issued a birth certificate. It was handled through the churches. There was no federal entity that issued a birth certificate. Because what happened during Reconstruction is they used, they switched over into what is called maritime law instead of natural law. Maritime law is is uh, is is why they called why they called it a birth because when you build a ship and you you while it's on land it is a commodity when they push it into the ocean that active movement of the ship into the ocean actually changed the definition of the ship. And that's why they said the ship would be actually actually birthed into the ocean because the ocean was, was not covered by the same laws as the land because land ownership was one thing. The the maritime laws were the globalist globalist trade laws of the time and that's where the corporations existed that that's why you can go back in history and um, look at the east indian corporation those all existed and were managed on ships because they they did not have a um, a headquarters on land that's why they were not restricted by any king or any uh landlocked laws well when the u.s government reorganized after this um, the Civil War that's whenever the US government took on the maritime laws in America that's that's when we switched over to the black law dictionary it's it isn't like black law. The guy who was running its name was black. So like black water, there is a lineage there. If you look it up, um, it's, it's, it's all, and that could get people into trouble. And that's why the globalists like blockchain because they can lock you into locking you into future labor contracts 
using smart contracts. See, that's why that's why the globalist of the Abraham Lincoln era didn't like Lincoln because he was trying. That's why Trump says, I'm, I'm like a modern-day Abraham Lincoln. Well, 99.8% per, of the U.S. population has no idea what he's really talking about. They think like freeing slaves. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what Trump's talking about. Trump's talking about the battle between the, the globalist law structure in the nationalist American law structure. What Trump is doing is Trump is reversing the maritime law. That's what Trump's doing. Where, and this is not an overnight process, where Trump is turning the ship away from corporatized law into natural law. That's why he's pushing the power back locally to the states. The last 125 years, the authority has went upwards towards the federal government. While Trump is reversing that and pushing the uh, the power locally and back towards the people. Because in a maritime law, the law is set by the corporations and the entities that are the most wealthiest and have the most influence over the oceans. Right? Or the... Um, the sovereignty, right? When you're on the ocean in a boat, just you, let's say you're out on a boat in the middle of the ocean. There are laws that regulate the oceans because they're they're the global laws, right? That's what the globalists want over the lands where there are no borders. That's what they're expanding out is the maritime laws. And that's been happening for 800 years that they have been trying to get rid of national borders and apply maritime law and corporate structure law to the countries because inside that system it is it is shaped where there is no democracy, there is no representation, 
There is no representative republics. There are no nations. There's no sovereignty. It is all um, global tribunal structured. And um, that's where you hear of like the earth will be um, fractioned in to eight sections or four sections and and the United Nations will will um, will manage each economic section of the earth and that's where that all comes from because once you blanket the earth with maritime law maritime law does not recognize the sovereignty of the individual on the boat. The maritime law recognizes the sovereignty of the boat. You understand? Right. And the authority of the captain. There's a legal structure on the boat. The people on the boat do not have rights. They are, they are appointed positions on the boat. So if you're out in the middle of the ocean on a boat, you as a human have no rights, but the boat has rights. Now you can declare yourself captain of the boat, which you'd be surprised. It ain't just planting a flag. You have to have a ledger on your boat. Ask any legally recognized captain. They have to have a captain's log. And that is legally structured with maritime law. It, it's globalism is the maritization of land. That's what the globalist movement is. And that's what Trump's going against. Right. Now, when I move over to Patreon, whenever me and Patrick move over to Patreon, I'll explain more of the history of maritime law. Because maritime law has been around for a long time, since early trade routes in like... Um, Eastern European, Oriental. Um, it's actually what shaped China was maritime law. That's a whole other topic. But it's these trade routes that created the maritime law that now the globalists want over the whole world, land and um uh, and water. This is all a it, it, it's um, it's 
it's it's why George Washington, 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 George Washington, that's my Boston coming out of me. Um, um, that's why George Wa Washington um, created the Navy because the first war that America ever went went into was against pirates. Right? What was the name of that war? Uh, um, oh, it was uh, Tripoli. <laughs> uh, right, Tripoli. That's why it's in the song. You know, um, the, uh, the right, and they were Muslims, and that's that. That's why the first ever book that was federally federally funded to be printed was not the Bible. It was the Quran. Did you know that? The first ever federally funded book was the Quran because George Washington said the American people needed to understand why the Muslims of the time. Now, mind you, this is first wave Muslims. And if you don't know what first wave Muslims are, it's a completely different mindset. They're like the radical Muslims. Um, yeah, I know. I got to go. All right. Uh, click the link under the video, like and subscribe. Join us on Patreon to learn about um, where we're going, uh, what Trump's up up against, and um, I'm also doing a video with X22 today, so I will be on the X22 spotlight uh, here in. Uh, Hi, Ed. Welcome. <laughs> I, um, I'll actually be on the X-22 Spotlight talking about exactly this. Why cryptocurrencies and why Bitcoin is the future. It isn't happenstance, right? It's happening. So join us on Patreon. Click the link on, under here. And watch for X-22 report should be out either today or tomorrow. So, love you guys. See you on Patreon. Bye, Adios. Patrick. Adios. Bye, Ben. Wait, you're right there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we aren't going anywhere, folks. See you on Patreon. Bye-bye.